The WW Review is proud to be sponsored by the Theme Park Brothers. Check out Jordan and Cameron's Walt Disney World adventures. Most recently, check out their videos, which include full resort walkthroughs of the Grand Floridian, the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Coronado Springs construction updates. Follow them on Twitter at Theme Park Boys and on their Facebook and YouTube page, which is the Theme Park Brothers. Hello and welcome to the Dub Dub Review. I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined today by Michael Black. How are you doing, buddy? Doing great, Chris. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Better than you, it seems, right? Oh, yeah. It's a, it a rough morning this morning, but we'll get through. <laughs> I, so I hear. So, um, Michael, thank you for coming on today. And really, I wanted to have you on ever since I watched the Theme Park Brothers episode on the Fast Pass. Because in my mind, that was one of the most informative episodes I've, I've, I've ever seen the Theme Park Brothers do. So I was really excited when you said, yeah, I'll come on and let's talk about it. So, so thank you again. Um, but I want to throw some trivia at you because now you got the Fast Pass episode. Let me throw some Fast Pass trivia at you. You ready to go? Absolutely. Go for it. These are softballs. Uh, Disney's Fast Pass was introduced when? What year was FastPass introduced? Oh, goodness. Let's see. I'm going to go with... She's uh, 2004. Not too far off. Actually, it's late 1999 uh, is when they introduced it. Okay? And you know there's two types of FastPass system. There's a paper ticket and a paperless ticket. So... Currently, where do they operate a paper ticket fast pass system? In what parks? Uh, Disneyland has paper still, correct? Correct. And California Adventure, then I would assume. Um. Well, yeah, I imagine. So I was speaking more of like the um, location on the on, on the map. On the map. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'll go with Paris. Correct. I'm just trying to think of the older ones, kind of. I, I would assume that Shanghai would have the uh, non-paper. So maybe Hong Kong? Correct. And then I'm out. Okay. Well, you know what? I can't even verify what Shanghai has, but I do know that Tokyo has it as well, a paper fast pass. So oh, okay. according to my article, uh, it looks like the only one right now that's operating on... A fast pass system that operates digitally would be Florida, though I can't confirm Shanghai at this point. But I know for sure paper in Anaheim, Paris, Hong Kong, and Tokyo. So the rest of the world, I guess, is going to come around eventually. So um, it leads us to our topic today. So I want to get right into it. So tell me about your show. Tell me about your inspiration and why it's possibly the most informative show we'll do all year long. Tell me about it. Um, okay, well, uh, 
I was sitting around and I was thinking, you know, most theme park brothers are basically just vlogs, right? They're they're just following us and and whatever we're getting into. Um, but ironically enough, we tend to get into the same things over and over again. So something has to uh, spark some sort of difference. And I also wanted to add value uh, to the viewers, you know, add uh, a tips segment, if you will. Um, and I was trying to think, what is the best thing that I could think of to start with? And um, one day we were making our fast pass reservations for Magic Kingdom because we like to go, we just go for maybe two, three hours, um, but we'll try to get some fast passes in there because that'll be the attractions we ride. And um, I got to thinking, well, what if you were, I, I saw some of the options in there and let's just say it, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the the, the video, uh, Mickey's Philhar Magic is on there as an option. And I'm, I'm thinking, why? You know, and, and then I get to thinking, well, some people may not know and they may waste that fast pass on that particular show and then here they are waiting in a 75 80 minute queue for another attraction that they could have got a fast pass for so that was kind of the inspiration i thought let's go ahead and do this show um i'll give kind of my opinion you know my thoughts based on experience of what i've seen now i haven't ridden all the attractions we've talked about this before i don't do thrill rides <laughs> um so you know magic kingdom was a good place for me to start because of all the parks, that's the one I've ridden the most attractions in, you know, for obvious reasons. The only ones I haven't is Splash, Space, um, Big Thunder, and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Um, so everything else, you know, I'm okay with. But I think I could kind of see Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, you're going to need one, right? Um, so that was kind of the inspiration why I did it. Try to add some value, and hopefully it helps. You know what? It was really cool, and truthfully... You're right about Mickey's Philhar Magic. I wasn't even aware you could get a fast pass. M maybe I saw it when I was booking my fast pass reservations, but in my subconscious Disney mind, I just glossed right past it because I realized they release you all to a giant queuing bullpen, so to speak. So I always thought, why would I? What's the advantage there? So it really is interesting. It's still listed as a fast pass option so you know i appreciate that and your voiceovers it, you know i actually went back and watched it twice just to go and listen and uh, it made me laugh several times during your voiceovers during the philhar magic so uh take us around the park Let, let's go uh you want to start pretty much how you did in the episode take us around the park starting in adventureland or starting actually with uh the princesses and and do you mind going uh, piece by piece in your thoughts um, no, not at all. Um, you know, I'll kind of give a summary. Of course, if they want to catch the video, they can. Um, but um, when it comes down to it, it, let's start with Mickey Mouse in Town Square because um, that's where I started. I, it, in my opinion, I was just thinking it, this has been one we've used. You know, and we probably used a fast pass for all of these at one point or another. And I, I can't say that um, each circumstance that this would be a no, automatically, or with any of the ones that I said no, except for film Har Magic. Please just don't do it. Um, is they're circumstantial, you know. I, if you came to Disney just to meet Mickey Mouse, oh, for crying out loud, get a fast pass. No doubt, you know. But if it's something that you're just wanting to work in, uh, I, I just don't think. Like I, I said in the video, I don't. They use their magic, and we all know what that means, to ensure that Mickey Mouse can meet uh, enough people. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that the capacity is, is there. Yeah. So it doesn't get completely out of control. Uh, the queue is inside an air conditioned as well. So that helps. It's a rather dull queue, but it's inside. So I, I think, hang on, before you even go forward, we should probably say this, at least how I vacation. You're allowed to book fast passes on your phone prior to your trip, and you would know better. So is it three fast passes, correct, before you actually arrive at the park? Yeah, it's and, three, and then that park, yeah. And then when you use it, you could go back and book an additional one. Is that correct? Yes, and you can keep you can get one, and then once that expires, the situation is that usually you can't use so many. Until yeah. they're, you know, they're done. But yes, you can book additional ones. And now they've opened it up to where you use your addition or your initial three in one park. You can book one in a separate park okay. at that point. It used to be where you had to stick in the same park. But they, they have opened it up to where after you use those adi- uh, initial three that your additional one can be in a different park. Okay. So. so the way I usually vacation, and that's probably to my discredit, is that I'll do with the best of intentions and I'll book my three fast passes and we'll set off for the parks and we'll knock them out during the day or in succession early in the morning. And I may go back and get that extra fast pass on my phone or I might not. And chances are I'm, I'm probably not going to get it only because at that point I'm just enjoying the day and I'm proceeding along and I'm hitting up the smaller attendance ones. Um, I'm hitting up shows. I'm going for lunch. I'm going back to the pool. So for all intents and purposes, really, in my mind, I'm only counting on really three fast passes a day, at least digitally, not to mention that my phone's getting drained because I've taken 314 pictures during that day, right? And I'm trying to get mm-hmm. like like sound bites. So yeah, the use of your three, it's really crucial to figure out which one's going to save you the most amount of time, which one's going to allow you to get through the headliners the quickest, and then enjoy the rest of your day because I'm sure there's more families like mine that may not go and continually book that one and then that one and then that one. They might just use their three. So your use of like Mickey Mouse is a great example. So if you've got a little one, a four-year-old, and their dream is to see the big cheese, yeah, that's okay. Do it because that vacation is predicated on seeing the big cheese. You know, that success is predicated based upon that. But realize it might not be the best savings of time. So that's kind of where we're going with this with this show. Um, Absolutely. And you know what? We should probably attack it like that. There were some things in the videos, the video that I couldn't or didn't mention. And if we could tackle some of those things, that would probably be more helpful, I guess, than rehashing um, the whole video. Um, There are some things about FastPass that I think people should know that we've found out from, I guess, messing up along the way. Um, So what do you think about that? Would that be a good direction to to roll in? You know what? I think that's a great direction. And yeah, instead of attacking each one of them, you know, I do want to ask you specific things about certain ones. And I actually was making notes. Look at me, the neurotic uh, Disney fan, eating dinner, watching your video, got my pen out, making notes just to go and ask you later on. So yeah, let's hit that up. So so give me the best tips and what you've learned. Let's let's attack it that way. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, with... With fast passes, some of the strangest things that we've found is that it, it varies based on your party. Okay. Um, when I'm looking at this, if I had done this episode uh, two years ago, three years ago, Cameron, of course, would have been one 
two years old. Um, you know, Jordan would have been 11, 12. That one probably wouldn't have changed much. But it depends a lot on the circumstances that go on. Um, so it, it, when we were young, let's say, um, well, when George Cameron was young, many adventures of Winnie the Pooh would be a, a must-do. It would have been on there every single time because there's not very many attractions that he could kind of ride on when he was a baby. So I think that one's a great one to have. And you know what? You can split your parties up. You don't have to – those three, you don't have to have those three for every single person in your party. So – you know, if you want to go through it, as long as everybody has a My Disney experience, of course, to go through and do it um, that way. But I think that when you look at it that way, if you've got teens and thrill seekers, of course, you're going to go for Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, Seven Dwarfs, Big Thunder, things like that. Um, probably not too keen on riding the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Um, but... I think that, like I said, that's going to vary. And the video may help you in that aspect because I give 10, 11 good ones okay. and, and basically the bad ones. Um, another thing that I, I do want to mention real quick before I forget um, is that you can change those times. We've had a situation to where um, our Haunted Mansion Fast Pass wasn't for like two hours. Okay, uh, we thought we were going to get to the park later, so we made it for later in the day. We're standing right in front of Haunted Mansion at this moment, and I get on my phone and I notice I can get a fast pass for the, right then. Okay, um, and that's another thing too. If you're standing in a standby queue and you've made no fast passes, get on your phone. You may be able to get a fast pass for the line you're standing in, hmm. um, and then go ahead and grab it. You go over to the kiosk scan your band and you're in um and that's exactly the situation that happened with haunted mansion we were able to go in alter the time and we're able to go directly in so that kind of helps good tip um let me just take you back on a side note here the many adventures of winnie the pooh believe it or not i've not ridden it at walt disney world my first experience was just recently at disneyland and on a side note that is a bizarre ride you know, I could understand how the young ones would love that ride. That's a pretty trippy ride, if you ask me. So, oh, it is, and I love the the end, the oh, part where you're kind of swirling around in the rain. Holy cow! I, I went on that ride, and I thought to myself, "This is like this is like uh, Alice in Wonderland meets Mr. Toad. This is a bizarre, trippy ride." So, if you're thinking it's all innocuous scenes from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> You kind of have to ride it just once, just to go and see how how strange it really is, because it's it's unique. I'll say that much. So, oh, it definitely is. And, and you know, you go through. I'm, now that you're making me think of it, I'm like, you know, the part where Pooh kind of is asleep and he comes out in his dreams, and then oh. you're with the heffalumps and woozles. <laughs> woozles are attacking from <laughs> left and right. Absolutely, I could see that. Holy cow! Okay, so I, I'm sorry. So uh, let's get back. So making fast passes on your phone at the last moment, which does work. I, I know that because there have been days where we've we've not made fast passes and we've showed up to a park because honestly that park was a better option based upon the rain or based upon the heat. We showed mm -hmm. up at the park and we were able to fire off three fast passes. Boom, boom, boom. Maybe not for the times we wanted. Maybe not for the exact rides we wanted, but pretty good. So you know. Definitely check your phone at all times, at least to make your initial three. So, 
Yeah, and that's another thing with um, as far as when you get these fast passes. Another mistake we've made before is we've had a day where we thought the three that we kind of wanted were all around um, Tomorrowland. So we did Tomorrowland Speedway, um, we did uh, Buzz Lightyear, and I think we had done Winnie the Pooh that day. Okay, so that one was kind of away, but still close to Tomorrowland, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And since uh, the system basically won't let you overlap, so you can't have one for 12 to 1 o'clock and then go get one for 1230 to you know, one thirty. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you. There's there's a little bit of time there where it's going to make you uh, wait, and it's usually about that hour. You know, it's it's going to let you overlap a little bit, so you might be able to get one for twelve fifty to one fifty, along with your twelve to one. Um, but what gets complicated there is if you have a, a reservation from twelve to one for Buzz Lightyear, and it only takes you five minutes to walk from Buzz Lightyear to Tomorrowland Speedway, and then you have to wait an hour. To ride Tomorrowland Speedway, what are you doing in the meantime, yeah. right? Yeah. Either you're having to go to another part of the park and then back up and, and backtrack back. Um, so kind of planning them that way helps too. Uh, and in the video I mentioned front or, uh, Adventureland, that Jungle Cruise is a great one because there is nothing else in Adventureland, I would say, that really needed a fast pass. Mm-hmm. Maybe Pirates, if you really enjoyed Pirates. But other than that, there's not one in there that really needs one. So that gives you the opportunity to do other things within there while you're, you're waiting for that fast pass. Or when that's done, you can do those things and then head off to your next one. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of good, too. And I, that's why I, sometimes I recommend not stacking your fast passes back to back if you're going to be there all day yeah it's so very true i i have found that as well we, we were eating extra meals and extra snacks just to kill a little time waiting for our fast passes where instead of the 12 to 1 1 30 to 2 30 and then 3 30 to 4 we spaced them out because we were like okay now what well we really want to go ride splash well, yeah but that's 20 minutes on the other side of the park and then a good hour wait so it's a great tip too as well um yeah. Give me your give me your three that you absolutely do not need a fast pass for. Give me your three top, and let's exclude Philhar Magic because we've talked about that one. Um, and I'll give you my one or two that I've experienced that you don't need a fast pass for. The line um, the line constantly moves. So, what would you say are your top three? Um, I would say my top three is probably Under the Sea. The Journey of the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think you need one there if you pick your time right. Um, I would say Dumbo. There's no need for one anymore um, because of the the queue itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eh, let's say Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Okay. I think that that's much along the same lines as Philhar Magic, to where you're you're going to wait afterwards anyway. But that one does get crowded, so it's not as crazy. But those would be my three. Good tip with the Dumbo. If you do get the fast pass and you do buzz through the play area, it's almost a mistake because that extra fifteen to twenty minutes of air condition and letting the kids burn off steam. Remember, they've stood in lines all day long, which is which is no fun for anybody. So that four-year-old, six-year-old, heck, my 11-year-olds, probably even Jordan at this point, probably don't mind going in there and climbing around and enjoying themselves 
and that extra little bit of exercise and burning off the steam can work wonders and actually extend your day by an hour. So, yeah, even if the line is long and the queue inside, you do wait. Remember, mom and dad, you're sitting down. You're not in the sun. You're in air conditioning. It's okay. That's all good. So, definitely skip the fast pass on Dumble. That would be a really good tip. Absolutely. I've seen the pirates actually move pretty good. Uh, I've not mind waiting in the pirates line, not the fast pass line, the, the actual just a standby line. I'm inside, and the theming and like the smell and the look of it has always been so enthralling. And they put a boatload of people. I, I, I thought I saw the number they could they could ride 2,400 people per hour on the pirates. So remember, when you stand in line and you see all those bodies, is it really 2,400 worth of bodies? Probably not. They put through people pretty fast on the Pirates. Um, Absolutely. Don't you wish you could bottle that smell? Like if you could just figure out that perfect chlorinated water slash Florida air conditioning. Slash fingers, right? (laughs) Yeah, whatever's going through the water that day. Dismembered fingers. Okay. Um, And you made a great point, too. We've had really good experiences on It's a Small World, and we've looked at the line and said, holy mama, is that going to take us forever? So it really depends on the age of the rider. If they could make it till 8 o'clock at night, don't do it. You'll be able to ride it two, three, four times, almost consecutively, potentially without having to get off the boat. Um, Yeah. But if your intention is to ride it between, say, 11 and 4, you're going to want to get a fast pass because that can be just over-the-top, excruciatingly painful. And then I would say Peter Pan. Peter Pan's always one that you're going to want to get a fast pass. I, I cannot recall that line ever looking small to me. That line always seems exorbitantly long. And um, if I could toss one more in, that queue for Space Mountain... It seems to stretch, Michael. It goes under, comes back up, goes back around, and they've changed the queue now. Where there's actual like, uh, I would say, video games type situation in, in actually the Space Mountain Tunnel. But that line is not as long as Indiana Jones in Disneyland. But that line is is so long, and it's so <laughs> painful to wait in, no matter how cool it is, that a fast pass is required for Space Mountain. So I assumed that that's why I made it. And you know what? The Peter Pan was kind of controversial in this house because Christina was like, uh, when she was watching the video, she was like, Oh, Peter Pan, that's a green that, that you have to get that one. And then I, it turned blue and she's like, what? And I was like, remember the queue. I mean, if people zip past that queue, I think it's a mistake. So that's why I said it, it all depends. Yeah. You know, it's a two minute ride. It, goes just like that um so it kind of depends like you had said if you can wait until the evening and get that in as one of your last rides i think it's worth it to see that queue i was just fascinated there's a video of it of course on theme park brothers if you wanted to check that out um if if any of the listeners wanted to but uh, the queue is just much better you know before you used to look at the person behind you for 45 minutes and it was switch back uh, I don't want to use the word heck, mm-hmm. you know, because you were just switchback after switchback. Yeah. You even went back to where, you know, close to the restrooms that were back there, and you need to switch back around. I mean, he was by the restrooms for crying out loud. Uh, yeah, that was horrible. Now, uh, I, I realized when I was talking, I stuck into ones that are most essential to the ones that are least essential. You made a great tie-in, and I didn't think about this in your video. 
you talked about fairy tales with Belle. So talk a little bit about that because I know it's always available, but you make a great thought process on it going forward. So what, 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 what did you mention on that? Which one? The Enchanted Tales uh, with Bell? Did I say Fairy Tales with Bell? Yes, Enchanted Tales. I'm sorry. Okay. I just want to make sure you didn't mean Fairy Tale Hall there. Um, the Enchanted Tales with Bell, I just, we, uh, me and Christina both think that with this live action movie, I mean, which is fantastic, um, with its release, I think that all the little girls are going to want to see Bell again. Uh, not that they didn't before, but I think it's only going to enhance it. And, this show is not even a show it's interactive you're part of it it's a it's like a meet and greet 2.0 i i don't know how else to explain it because you're not only meeting her but there's a show going on and you're part of it you know um uh, i just think that that one is a must-have and we can rarely find that one the day of so uh that kind of lends itself to its popularity so if you have a little girl, what about the other princesses? What can you tell me about them, meeting the other princesses? I haven't seen that be very um, long, with the exception of back when Anna and Elsa were there. Um, that was ridiculous uh, wait times. But as far as for the other princesses, I haven't seen it get out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I know when Cameron went to see Cinderella and Rapunzel at one point, because they were together, went on and Elsa were on the other side. Um, it didn't seem too bad, but then, you know, we got a fast pass at that time, too. Uh, but it just doesn't ever seem to be that big of a deal. Now, if you're, you're dressed as Cinderella, you're dressed like, you know, Rapunzel, and that day you need to get in to see them, I, I think that, that that's what it comes down to, is if you're in a situation to where... You can't roll with it if you're not able to get in. That's what you need to get your fast pass for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if it's something that you're dressed like Rapunzel, you need to meet Rapunzel. <laughs> this has to happen. Well, don't leave that to chance. Yeah. You know, don't don't say, well, Theme Park Brothers told me I didn't need this fast pass. And then you're on Twitter, you know. <laughs> no, they, you know, that's that's kind of a no brainer. You, you need it. Yeah. You know, uh, but it. Unless you're dressed like Alice and need to ride the Mad Tea Party, don't do that. that. That's kind of the gist. Okay. Well, we don't want to necessarily spill all the beans, I guess, at this point. And, you know, go to YouTube, and it is Theme Park Brothers. The episode's called Best Use of Disney's Fast Pass Plus at Magic Kingdom. Um, So it's on YouTube. I highly recommend it because you talk about every ride in the Magic Kingdom that has Fast Pass Plus, and you evaluate it objectively, both you know from your perspective, from your family's perspective. So I found it to be really useful and really informative. Um, and I, I, I thought I heard you say you were thinking of, you were going to tackle the other parks uh, in, in, in the future as well too, correct? Absolutely. We should be doing, um, have Epcot up here before long, and then uh, what's left of Disney's Hollywood Studios, <laughs> we'll tackle that. That should be a short episode. Yeah. Um, there are some complexities with Epcot um, and Disney's Hollywood Studios, though, because unlike Magic Kingdom, they have where you can only select one from a category. And tiers. then, uh, yeah, they have tiers of their fast passes. So that that's something different to kind of tackle when you go into those parks. Okay. And then uh, with Animal Kingdom, you know, with, with Avatar coming and uh, Pandora, I'm not 
really sure what's going to happen there, but we'll kind of attack that as well. Cool. So leave us with one piece here. So when the Black family goes and you're not recording video and you're just there to have fun, so you're there and you decide you're going to make three fast passes on the day, what three are your core essentials if you're making nothing else at the end of the day? Um, our three that we typically go to are Buzz, Lightyear, Space Ranger, Spin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all enjoy that attraction. That's cam- kind of Cameron's go-to. Um, Haunted Mansion, because it's my all-time favorite. Uh, I'm trying. I'm going back and forth with myself because now that Soaring Around the World came out, um, I'm not. I like it better than Soaring Over California. So I'm not sure if it's going to bump Haunted Mansion for me or not. Those two kind of compete for my top attraction at Walt Disney World. Um, so Haunted Mansion, mainly for me. Um, and then we do the Tomorrowland Speedway because Jordan and Cameron both enjoy that one. You, you know what? I find that to be an underrated attraction. I know it gets a lot of hate because um, you're smelling the carbon monoxide and the gas fumes. Um, I guess you're not smelling the carbon monoxide, but the gas fumes. Um, but I've always found that to be enjoyable. And, you know, you have to think about it in terms of a 4-year-old to 12-year-old. What ride would thrill them? Well, driving a car is completely thrilling. You know, to us adults who drive all day long, it's completely boring, you know. And But to a kid, that, that's like the, the, the peak of excitement. So I've always found it to be underrated and... When you do make it out to California, their version of it, the Autopia out there, is a superior ride to the one at Magic Kingdom. So that's my tip. Even though it's just the same style ride, it's superior. So I'll leave it just as that. Well, I definitely can't wait. And I'll tell you, I may have gotten a bad rap in the video where I kind of, I, when I listen to it back, I'm like, man, I'm talking about the fumes, the noise, the instant headache um, of Tomorrowland Speedway. And people are like, I'm not going on that. Um, but I'm telling you, I've never seen more joy on True. either of my kids' faces than when they've been on that attraction. Um, so you can take that for what it's worth, I suppose. No, no. from dad to dad, you're right. I purge my camera pictures so often just because I don't have enough space. And I can tell you that probably 20, 30 pictures in my phone are exclusively of my kids on the Tomorrowland uh, Speedway or Autopia, just because of the looks on their faces when they're driving and they're actually touching the pedals. It's like, uh, it, it's just some of the best pictures we've taken. So if you've got young ones, don't overlook that. Uh, give it a chance. So it does take up a big plot of land, that's for sure, in, in Tomorrowland. So. Yeah. How about you? What What are your three? I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, If I had to reserve today, my daughter's in love with Splash Mountain. So I would say Splash Mountain's definitely one of those. And that line can be really long as well too so splash mountains definitely one of them um i would say space mountain because like i said that line just goes forever i don't know how long that queue is but it seems like it's 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 potentially the longest queue at magic kingdom so so those two and then prior to anna and elsa leaving that was required i have two girls so i really didn't have much of a choice (laughs) that was kind of settled before i even left that that was going to have to be a fast pass but if it wasn't that I would say it would probably be Peter Pan because, like you said, I know the queue's been improved, but we didn't go on it last time, so it was about two or three years ago. And yes, back and forth and back and forth. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, my, my, my good Lord. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was an hour. If it was three minutes, it was a guarantee to be an hour. So, yeah, those would be my top three. But truthfully, the rides that I enjoy the most, they're not actually fast-pass attractions at the Magic Kingdom. So, 
those would be the ones I would get for fast passes. The ones that I wouldn't, you know, they're the ones that you can simply walk on the the, the Hall of Presidents and, and the Carousel of Progress and the Railroad. Those those would be the ones to to definitely not overlook, though. So. Yeah, and and that's very true. Uh, I when I got to looking at that, I'm thinking, I you know maybe that's another topic. What what attractions could be fast pass that they've not really dived into it, or yeah. why or why not? So yeah, good point. All right, buddy. So I uh, you know I I know I mentioned the show. It's on YouTube. It's the Theme Park Brothers, and it's the best use of Disney's fast passes at Magic Kingdom. Um, someone wants to shoot you some mail. Uh, give me the best way to contact you. Um, you can find us over on Twitter at theme park boys um we have a facebook page um which is just under theme park brothers um and if you wanted to contact i, I realized that i never mentioned this if anyone would like to contact me personally um i do have facebook as well um and it's at michael black 2396 and i'm at grumpy 23 on twitter okay you know you and pete are kindred spirits because i know pete's favorite ride is the haunted mansion and it ranks pretty high in my book, too. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures in the display I've got above my fireplace at the house. And that's all Haunted Mansion. I, I have turned, actually, a display in my family room into the Haunted Mansion homage. <laughs> so, oh, that is... You have to shoot pictures of that because I haven't seen it. I know Pete has shared some stuff of his memorabilia that he has, which is pretty cool. I'll, I'll post uh, so it. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it. All right, buddy. So, um... For, for everyone who's stuck with us this far, for, for downloading and listening, we thank you. If you guys could go to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to the podcast, I know we're everywhere, iHeartRadio and Overcast and, and, and a whole bunch of spots, um, give us a rating, give us a review. Uh, I know it helps move us up in the search rankings, which helps other people just listen to the show. So we appreciate you doing that. Thank you for that. Um, so for my, for my buddy Michael, thank you for listening and have a great day. See you later, everyone.